What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Josh Robinson Show. I am, of course, Josh, and this is the show about anything or about nothing. One of the two. It seems to be going in that way. I hope everyone enjoyed last week's episode of the Brain Buster Radio reunion. It was a lot of fun just to get together, most of the group together, just to talk and chat and really just talk about whatever. Um, I still talk to those people all the time, so... I'm just happy that we were able to just figure out a time to do that and just not really talk about anything in particular. It was just a mixture and a collection of just anything. And that was fun. It was fun to do and stuff like that. But I'm here on my lonesome this week, which, take it for what you will, is either a bad thing or it's a great thing because I just ramble. Which, you know, anyone that does solo podcasts or anything on their own in this kind of entertainment sense it can be a little difficult. But, um, it's a good challenge because, you know, I'm always talking to Kev for Wrestling Reverb and that sometimes it's just the other side of the coin or it's like, this is how I started podcasting was on my own. It's like, can I still do this and stuff like that? And for the most part, yeah, I can because I can talk underwater at this point. Stuff like that. Um, before I get to what I'm going to talk about in a minute, um... I've had, like, I have a really weird relationship with how I think about social media and Twitter. Um, but the last, like, couple of weeks, you know, it's on and off all the time. Sometimes you're like, I hate the place. It's terrible. It's dark. It can be very, you know, a depressing place. It's just a lot of negativity. But there is a lot of great that comes from social media, the friendships and the people. But just even, like, it's, it's, um... It's nice to have that interaction with people on Twitter and just being like, this is just really fun. It's like your friends that you don't know, but you know them very well. It's really weird to have relationships with people on social media, but in a, in a completely wonderful way. Um, I've just really lately just been really discovering my love again for Twitter and social media and just going, yeah, the bad stuff is there. The negativity is there, but just mute block, get them out of there. It's no, no point in keeping them there. And that's what I've kind of... I'm growing to accept, I guess, is on social media is that there's always going to be bad. There's going to be pros and cons to literally everything. But, you know, it's like eating a piece of chocolate. It's fabulous and wonderful and you just want to keep eating it, but you're going to get fat eventually. Pros and cons. You just take what you will with it and, and take it as you as you, as you you see fit. But social media has been a place where I'm really being like, you know, there is a lot of good on this place. And I know that we in life, I think everyone kind of can draw out the bad before they can draw out the good. So we focus on the negative side of it, but there is a lot of positive to it and there's a lot of fun and you can just be open, free and and be whoever you want, you know, be yourself, a version of yourself, whatever it may be. It's just really nice that I'm in this I'm in this pocket at the moment where I'm just completely being myself and I'm just kind of letting I guess the term would be letting my hair down and just kind of letting it go and just you know, you get all of me, you know, you don't just get parts of me, it is literally not the perception of me anymore, it's just like, not that I was ever one to be like, I'm not like a fake person on, on Twitter or anything like that, but there was, there's always a time when you're trying to present the best version of yourself, but I'm just like, no, you just get all of me, the good, the bad, the ugly, the whatever, um, and it's been, it's been nice to rediscover my love for social media again, especially in these last few weeks, this last month or so. As we're coming up to the end of the year, which is crazy to say, um, it's nearly the end of 2019. We're nearly going into a new decade. It's 2020. We're, we're really 
Yeah, I know we say this every year, but this year has gone particularly fast. We're nearly at Christmas, which is like my favorite time of the year. I love Christmas. As soon as I was able to start celebrating Christmas, I was going at my Christmas tree was up weeks ago. I am just ready for Christmas. I'm ready to just get into that zone. I just really, really love Christmas time. Everything about it, I just love. It's just a fun time of year. It's my birthday next week. I'm going to be 24 years old. I'm, I'm... I'm starting to get into that upper excellence now, and I'm like, oh, my mid-twenties, isn't this where meant to be the time where you're meant to discover life and everything like that, and I'm just like, I don't know shit. I got nothing worked out, but I'm just kind of living day to day instead of living in the future or living in the past, just kind of living my life how it was. That's what That would be my main takeaway for this year, is just discovering how to appropriately live without constantly being stressed and worrying. There's still times of stress, there's still times of worry, but like just living day to day. There's been things that have happened this year that I'm just like, you just gotta take each day as they come and you can't really stress what happened yesterday or what's going to happen tomorrow. It's just like, just go go with the flow and just live. And that's how I've just been approaching everything I do lately. And it's weird how much you feel like within yourself just better. And that would be my biggest takeaway from this year is, is like learning to do that. Um, so, so as you probably know on my Twitter, if you follow me on Twitter, um, I've hit this point. I don't know if it, I'm just growing up or if I'm just weirdly in this zone. I found Bon Appetit on YouTube and that is just all I watch now. I love Brad. I love Claire. I love Cla- uh, Cara, um, Carla. I love Molly. Molly's just adorable. Um, Rick. Chris, Andy, the whole fucking Gabby, what a soul, um, I've just hit this thing, if anyone doesn't know what Bon Appetit is, just type it in on YouTube, you'll find it, they're professional cooks, but this, I don't even know what they're cooking half the time, I'm a terrible cook, I've said that many times on this show before, or on Reverb, or on Twitter, or whatever, I'm just a horrible cook, but I don't even know what the fuck they're making, I don't give a fuck, their personalities are just wonderful, and I've just been, the last two weeks have just been like, Bon Appetit, Bon Appetit, Bon Appetit, Wrestling, Bon Appetit, Bon Appetit, Wrestling, Wrestling, Bon Appetit. That has literally been my life at the moment, and I ain't fucking mad. So, um, that's what I've been up to, but to what I want to talk about today, speaking of YouTube, trying to segue there, I got there eventually, is, so YouTube, you know, come out with this thing last week or the week before, and said, hey, you've now got to mark whether your um, videos are intended for kids, if they're not intended for kids, if your channel is not intended for kids, or if it is, and it changes like monetization and um, ads running and, and revenue to be able to be made on your videos. Um, YouTube as a whole, the monetization thing, the monitoring what you can and can't do, the big corporations and companies coming into YouTube in the last maybe five years, um, YouTube in its infancy to me was just like a place of just videos. It was just videos where you go to watch. And then it started to become a place of like more so people actually having channels and creators starting to make somewhat of a living off YouTube. You look at people like PewDiePie and Jenna Marbles and Shane Dawson. Um, they've really, you know, they were at the, that infancy of, um, creators coming to YouTube and actually creating like a brand on YouTube and actually, you know, essentially they've all made their careers from YouTube and that's their source of revenue and that's their source of income. And basically is that maybe the last three or four years, 
it's been a little bit harder to do that because so many people were doing it, so many people were trying to do it. And YouTube has grown and grown and grown and other big corporations and big companies have come in. And I feel like the essence and the core of YouTube, while it's still videos, there still is creators, there still is people making money, I feel like the that kind of middle ground has been taken out from YouTube and it's not what it is. And it really isn't a place for creators anymore. And trying to break out or trying to create some kind of a revenue from this place um, is obviously now harder maybe than ever because A, there's a lot on YouTube, um, B, there's a lot of other things that come into YouTube now like copyright and um, just monetizing, you know, you can't even monetize a video off swearing. If you swear in your videos now or cussing, whatever you want to call it, um, you get demonetized. Everything seems to be under a protocol now, it's under a microscope and everyone's kind of being scrutinized and this is what you can make, this is what you can't make, and you know, is this intended for kids, this is not intended for kids. Um, it is a lot to kind of work around and not that I'm trying to make revenue off this place at all, it's not so much me, I'm just talking about a general outlook of YouTube and just what it has become because YouTube is not the place... Um, it was, you know, when I was in high school and watching these people like Jenna Marbles, like Shane Dawson, um, like PewDiePie actually start to make a living from there. And of course, when you're 15, 16, you're like, what a job. I want to do that. And then realizing as the times have, you know, gone and you, you start to grow up and YouTube starts to expand. I mean, YouTube is a massive juggernaut. It's the biggest video sharing platform in the entire world. There's no doubt about that. When I say that, I don't even need to look it up to know that. Like, that's how big YouTube is. And you know, everybody uses YouTube. It is the number one. It's free. For the most part, you can get YouTube Premium and stuff like that. And YouTube has expanded into original series and um, a place for people to come over and be like, hey, let's do your content here and we'll give you X amount of money. It has just become a place that is not for the creator anymore. In And I know that's kind of beating a dead horse here, as horrible as that saying is. It has become a place where it's not for people like me, people, you know, the everyday person. If you're not already established on, on with a brand and who you are now, you really, it's going to be very, very hard. Well, it's still possible. It's, it's going to be very, very hard to you to expand on YouTube. And I guess my point of all this and, and going through all this is that, is there ever going to be another place where we can do what essentially YouTube did 10 years ago and have a place for creators to really start a brand and, and expand and become and make a career out of this kind of stuff because I just don't think that's really happening anymore. Why there is a lot of YouTubers and there is a lot of creators, again, that have made a living, made a career out of this, it seems to be you really have to be something special now because you have to be within the YouTube restrictions to a certain degree. They're not like saying what you can and can't make. That's not like you have to make this content. That's not what I'm saying at all. Just in within the perimeters of what YouTube can and can't do anymore. Um, in the sense of if you go through those, those, um, legal documents or whatever you want to call them rights and, and their kind of rules and restrictions, there's a lot of stuff in there. We like, wow, that most of the stuff, at least for me would be instantly demonetized or, you know, if, say in a hypothetical world where, um, you know, me or, you know, someone yourself just put yourself in this situation of like, 
I was a bigger creator and I started making the content I'm making now. A lot of wrestling stuff gets demonetized instantly. Um, I think that's changed a little bit. Swearing, I would be fucked. Um, you know, it really, and there's many other things. I'm sure you'll find it. Just type in Google, ask Siri or something like that. She'll help you out. Um, but it's, it's a place where it's just not, it's not for the regular person anymore. And again, if you aren't established, you really are going to have a hard time breaking out of this place. This is all just my opinion, by the way. I'm not speaking in facts, a few little facts here and there, but um, this is just my opinion on what YouTube has become. But will we ever have another place that is like that? Because there is other video platform, video sharing platforms out there. Like there's Dailymotion and there's other ones. Um, there just doesn't seem to be one that's ever going to be as big as YouTube. YouTube is so massive and, you know, really outside of, um, you know, the streaming server, this was essentially the first of its kind in a lot of ways in the sense of like sharing videos. And, you know, you look at like, if you went into a premium subscription on YouTube, you'd find originals and stuff, which is essentially just original shows and series, just like Netflix, just like Disney plus, just like whatever other streaming service you have, just like a television channel. Um, that's what YouTube has now become. They have YouTube Music, uh, which is essentially Spotify or Apple Music in the YouTube sense. It has become an absolute juggernaut of just a massive company and corporation that has taken this place in probably an idea that was just very small and it's just built and built and built and built. And, you know, it's just, it's just really crazy to think how big this has become and how much restriction there is on things in just the sense of if you actually look at it and going man this is going to be very 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 hard to ever do um if you if you ever had that vision in your head of being like how would you ever make money or something um that you're creating essentially for free to the world um it's very hard to do it's going to take you you know time and 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 whatever it may be to do so so it is pretty crazy and it's just a thought that I had and it's just a thought I wanted to get out to all of you. I know this is like this show, um, you know, off the subject of YouTube now and just into the subject of what this is. Um, so I know a lot of you don't like, but a lot of you love the fact that this is a very short podcast. I try to do this in like 20 minutes or so, um, except when I have guests, of course, then it's a, you know, a regular quote-unquote size podcast or video cast if you're watching right now on YouTube um, you can see me but it is a regular size podcast when there's guests but um, I kind of like doing this kind of pocket size podcast for all of you just with a little like flashback of information you tell me what you like you tell me what you don't in the comments or on Twitter or whatever like that it's just um it's kind of just easy for me to do this way and especially when you're doing something on your own, you can just get your thought out and be like, I'm cool, I'm, I'm, I'm good with all of this, and, and whatever it may be. Um, hey, look, if you're watching on YouTube right now, you probably notice that uh, I'm looking down because I have a little visitor who I don't think has ever made an appearance on one of my podcasts or video casts or videos or anything like that. It is the love of my life, I'm sure. Um, my cat. Let me, let me, uh, let me get her. Come here. Oh, oh God. Jeez. Oh, As you can see, she's just in love with me. Um, 
This is Giddy. She is typical cat, you know. She does not want to be with me at the moment. Or ever, because she is a cat and she's quite the asshole, but I love her. Bye, Giddy. Alright, well, that was a nice little appearance by Giddy. I guess this is where I probably should end the episode because it is the pocket-sized podcast. It's good. It's, it's, it's just a little thought. Let me know in the comments what you think about YouTube and if there will ever be a place that can um, be more acceptant of small creators and creators in general and, you know, with stuff like that. Is there ever going to be a place like YouTube for just everyone knows to go there for this kind of content? I, I don't know. But let me know below and what you think about YouTube and what you think about what I thought about YouTube because, I don't know, it's just... um. It's an interesting place. It's an interesting place. I'll leave it at that. But um, I hope you have a wonderful day, morning, night, evening, whatever. Um, the next time I, I'll see you for the Josh Robinson Show, I'll be a fresh man, a new age. I'll be 24 years old. I'll be a new man. <laughs> um, I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week. I'll see you guys for Wrestling Reverb. If you're going to listen to that on Friday. Make sure to follow me on Twitter at Josh Robinson double zero. You can find all the links if you're watching on YouTube where I'm pointing just down there um, for all of my stuff. And please make sure you like, share, subscribe. Five stars if you're listening as a podcast. Continue to do so. Leave a review. All of that good stuff only helps me out. And if you ever want to chat, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Who uses that anymore? But whatever. Um, thank you for listening to the Pocket Size Podcast, the show about everything. Uh, show about anything. Everything, nothing, show about whatever. I am Josh. Peace out, everyone. Oh.